0: Welcome to You, But More Powerful. I'm your host, Rhiannon, and this is your go-to podcast for raw and expansive messages from health, fitness, business, and mindset, and as always, with a little bit of fun sprinkled in. My purpose is to help you step into your most powerful self and build your dream life. You'll gain clarity, connection, and confidence with a whole lot of practical skills along the way. I know you're in exactly the right place to level up, Build the body, mindset, and life you absolutely love and thrive in. Let's go. Welcome to the You But More Powerful Podcast, the first episode of 2024, and we have special guests. We have PWR athlete Mel here. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. Hi. How are you today?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm good. I'm good. I know. Probably a little bit teeny wincy, kind of nervous, kind of excited, kind of a bit Just of everything. A yeah,
1: <laughs> just a little, you know, gosh.
0: Um, should we like put a screenshot of like the DM conversations like on the page now? Like, <laughs> but like I'm a little bit nervy, a little bit excited. No, it's totally normal. And I think by the end of this, hopefully, like we spoke about, you'll feel just like you're having a standard and normal conversation. Um, just with lots of other people listening. All right, I'll stop baiting you. I'll stop. I
1: know. So, it's like you say, right? Like you say your body doesn't know the difference between nervousness, nervousness and
0: excitement. Like it's just one and the same, isn't it really? It is so true. Like if you keep telling yourself that I'm just, I'm excited, I'm excited, your body isn't going to know. So we are just excited AF to be you, right? Let's just go with that. <laughs> So today we're going to cover off on like quite a few different topics, I hope, but again, knowing us, we could, knowing me really, let's, I'm not going to rope everyone else into this. Like if you've listened to any other podcast episodes, we kind of sometimes go down rabbit holes and I'm like, let's do another podcast kind of like, you know, recap on some of those things. But we're going to chat about a few things that have happened, you know, or you've experienced during the time that we've worked together, the things that we've got planned and all that kind of stuff around like the photo shoot, um, some of the catalysts of change, some Big pivotal moments because there's a lot of like night and day for you from, you know, not that long ago to where you are now, which is really exciting. And then I guess, really, yeah, just having a bit more of a a discussion around that. So, funnily enough, as we were sort of talking around, you know, your experience prior to us working together, what kind of got you involved, sparked the interest where we were at, it was a particular podcast episode that you had been listening to as well. And, like now, here you are, and I'm gonna go on a little bit of a side note here and talk a bit about like how exciting that is, and just a big reminder that you know, no matter what, like I forget this myself, right that the com- like a conversation, a simple conversation can be such a powerful thing, it can be a complete catalyst for someone else in their journey and We often don't realize the words that we speak to ourselves or the words that we're speaking to others and what that could do for someone. Um, And by you having this conversation now, being excited, not nervous, you know, you could very much be this person for that other version of you out there listening. Does that make sense? So, Mel, tell me a little bit about that podcast episode that you had listened to um, prior to us working together. I think we were kind of conversing at that time, but you'd listen to that and yeah. Tell us about that story.
1: Yeah. So like it was quite early on, like, I think I'd started following you on Instagram and you'd sent me a message and I think, I don't know if we'd started working together or it was like in the process of that happening. You sent me a previous podcast episode where like, I think you're talking to Elise and part of that episode was about her experience with the, I think it was the first photo shoot she did. And like, I should remember listening to this and thinking it would be great to experience that it was hearing, like I think more, it was more about like hearing about how confident she had felt post-shoot, how she was more accepting of herself. And I was like, I want to feel that way. And like, I was like, I want to feel more confident. I want to be more accepting of myself and I want to do this for me. And then like after the shoot, like, I think you had another shoot coming up like a little bit like maybe a couple of months after that podcast episode and like I'd seen like your post trickle through a couple of other girls who'd done the shoot and it was like just looks so much fun and I was like oh my gosh like I really want to be a part of this and then like I think we had a catch up I don't even remember when it was like but we were road mapping sort of what like what my goals looked like we were planning sort of for the next sort of six months probably it was like May or June I think we caught up and like just in the middle of a conversation, you're like, you're doing the shoot? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like it wasn't even really a question. It was like almost assumed that like I was doing it. Like I know I'd sort of like responded to different posts and things. And I was like, this is something I want to do. And yeah, I'm like, I don't
0: know what I'm getting myself into, but I'm here for it. You're like, Huey, very, very relevant. Or I guess if not relevant is not the right word, but uh, a few people have been in a similar position where they're like, oh, I kind of want to do it. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. And then, you know, just kind of like take that leap of faith and go in there. And we'll come back to the photo shoot as well. Cause I think there's like a few things I'd love to chat with you and hear your experience on as well of where we really started when we first began working together and just your openness about your goals. You know, in the early stages, there was, you know, at some walls that we you know had to break down and you know that's always a work in progress but tell me about your experience for yourself because I know you've done some reflection of how you talked about your goals and you know the things that you wanted to achieve in the early stages versus how we have these conversations now
1: like I think for me like when you ask that question the first thing that comes to mind is like I think I was afraid to verbalize my goals and like actually claim that space for myself. I'm somebody who's a very giving person and sometimes to my own detriment, do I prioritize the needs of others and and giving myself to others before I take time and prioritize myself. I think part of that is like my goals were like, like I know in my head what my goals are, but actually speaking them out loud and sharing them with somebody else And that apprehension and sort of, like, there's so much that feeds into that, right, though. Like, there's the acceptance of the other person. How's this other person going to react? Like, are these things achievable? Can I do this? Am I capable of doing this? And, like, there's just, (laughs) there's so much. I mean, like, we could spend all day unpacking all of that, right? Yeah. But, like, I think for me it was, like, and then like slowly as like I sort of built more confidence in myself and our relationship working together grew and evolved and like not to say that I didn't trust you in the beginning if I didn't trust you I wouldn't have worked with you but like I think just sort of me being like me growing through that space and absolutely like getting to that point like now it's like Sorry, this is my goal. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I feel like as well, like, I'm like, I know, like, was it, it was sort of, it wasn't that long ago. I remember sending you a DM, like, in WhatsApp going,
0: It was just before Christmas. I, just I lost was about. thought, right? Yeah. Um, no, because it was just before. I was actually sorry to jump in, but it's a perfect timing because it was just before Christmas. I was about to say, I remember you messaging me specifically being like, I, feel so confident that I can do this. Is that what you were thinking as well? Yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) exactly
1: what I was thinking of. And like, I remember messaging, as you said, just before Christmas and I've gone, this is something that actually feels achievable for me. And I don't think it's like, it's always been this sort of goal that's been up here and I've gone, cool. I'm working towards this. And like my, like no one's path is ever linear. Right. No, I mean unless you start working with a coach and you do all the things all the time, which I mean nobody does. But hey, maybe there's some people. I don't know, but that's not me. That's not my some story.
0: robots. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> or AI. Type a strictly dedicated, yeah.
0: disciplined people. That I think if we like, if we reflect back to younger versions of ourselves, for a lot of people, I do think, and you know, I guess I. I keep you know being like, wow, I'm so mature. I'm nearly thirty. But honestly, when I do reflect of like where I was at in the early stages of my twenties versus where I am now, my responsibilities, my life perspective, the things that are on my plate are very, very different. I had the capacity to go to the gym three times a day and not really give a crap about anybody else and about anything else and think about anything else. <laughs> Obviously, now that's very different. So you know what it takes to achieve things then versus now when different stages and fate like phases of our life. And I think that's what you're kind of referring to. As well. Like, you know, I obviously have insider knowledge knowing just how much there is on your plate and things that are going on to know that. And we're not like making excuses or justifications, but understanding that life does come in in the way. But you being able to be like, I actually feel confident that this is achievable now. These goals and results and things that I'm chasing, it doesn't feel like this insurmountable pressure or this thing at the top of a mountain that I'm never going to get up. You know, it's like I'm actually able to get there and do that. And how cool is that to feel that?
1: It's like, it's really amazing. It's like also like scary at the same time because it's felt so like unachievable for so long. And I mean like years and it's like, wow, this is actually something I feel like I can do. I can achieve and I've got the tools and the support and the people around me that are helping me to get there. And yeah, like.
0: It's amazing. Yeah. No, And I appreciate you sharing that as well. And I think just to paint a bit more of a picture as well, and and it's the hard thing too, I I, I never know, I'm like, am I explaining it well enough? Because I obviously, we've had so many conversations together for those that are listening to this. Painting a picture of the way that you would speak about your goals, it was kind of like you and I both knew what you were sort of trying to say, but it was that elephant in the room of like, okay, we're just kind of not going to talk about that. And, you know, I know you've given the compliment and things before about layering things and pushing at the right time and, you know, challenging you and, and picking and, and that uh, ex- explaining that is, you know, that is our relationship, as you mentioned before, evolving and growing, you know, learning more about you in the way and, you know, how I coach everyone is similarities and differences and everyone is an individual. So it's like, it's learning that dynamic as well of when to push and when to sort of pull back. And that's something that you do gain when you are working with someone for a period of time. Right. Um, and so, you know, to paint that picture, it mightn't be off the bat, but give that some time and some space But it was like this elephant in the room of like, okay, we don't want to mention anything about trying to, you know, make any changes or any adjustments. And I know that this isn't just, this isn't just, I guess, unique to yourself. This is a lot of people. And I've also personally experienced this where you almost feel like caught in between being like, no, I, I love and accept myself and I shouldn't change. But also there's things that you'd like to conquer and do and change. And, you know, these things that you're chasing and- I know early, early stages for myself, it's like this, you know, the whole body positivity movement of going, okay, accept everything as you are. But I remember being at a point where as I, I am not healthy right now. I'm not, I'm not like actively acting in healthy ways way back when. So I had to be like, okay, I appreciate and accept this is where I am. And I'm not beating myself up for being here. This is just, it is what it is. And I can, you know, be, do whatever it is that I want to. But I also want to make some changes towards my health. And I have exciting things that I want to, you know, experience and have fun with like strength gains and performance gains and see my physique change and have fun creating, shaping and doing these things. So there's no shame in wanting to make changes when you already have an appreciation for yourself. It's when you think that, oh, I hate myself. So I'm just going to beat myself up into making a change because that's the way it's going to win. And so, yeah. And I know that that's, that's not how you operate either. You're not, you're not coming from a place of hatred. You're coming from a place of like, hell yeah, I can do this. And heck yeah, I'm going to achieve this. And that evolved over time. Yeah, for sure. What do you think has been the biggest... I guess, pivotal moments in you having more of that confidence to really speak out. Like I want to see X amount of change. I want to do this. I want to do that and feeling really confident to do so.
1: There's so many elements to that. Like I know for me, like just with everything that was going on in my life, it kind of got to a point where something had to give. And like i felt like i was being pulled in all different directions i'd been sick several times in a row like yeah yeah that was like, a wild time <laughs> winter was not kind no but like i think for me it was like and conversations with you we had a lot of dialogue around like i like and like you kept saying i know you need to shop for other people but you also need to shop for yourself and in you showing up for yourself, you can actually show up better for the, like, you can actually show up as the best version of you for the people you need to show up for. And I think, like, that's something that kind of went, actually, yeah, like, I'm sitting here feeling like I'm a little bit directionless. I know there was other stuff going on, but, like, there was, last year was just tumultuous, honestly. But, like to like, I mean the last three months of the year, yeah, they were, like, shit hit the fan, but, like, I fucking grew. Like, <laughs> I'm not the same person I was in September. I can I can proudly say that. But, like, I think, yeah, like, there's a whole lot of stuff that, but I think it was, like, the shoot was really pivotal for me and just the conversations that came out after the shoot and yeah, there's that ongoing dialogue between you and I that we had also talking to other people, seeking some external support. There's, there's no one clear cut answer for that. Cause there's just so much that sort of contributed and compounded to that happening for me. But in the, but, but like in the same breath, like I wouldn't change that for anything.
0: You know? Yeah, no. And it's perfectly said, because I think that's so you know I guess I could talk about all the time about the small little habits it's like pushing a snowball down the hill you know it's slowly as it starts to roll and roll it gains a little bit more snow and a little bit snow and it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger and it picks up speed and and it's that momentum that's created and so like basically what you've said there is like all these little one percenters that continued and the conversations and the reflections and I think it's really important for anyone to listen is I I know that we've had tough conversations for sure I remember at one point I was was like hey when you think there's no time to reflect that's the time that you have to make the time to reflect and I know that you were like oh I'm gonna come through and give you a little punch punch through the (laughs) thing
1: and and like I remember like the same day I'm pretty sure I sent your voice message going this is what happened and you're like I'm so glad because otherwise I was gonna call you and be like you need to do this today.
0: I was like, you're doing it. (laughs) But it is, it's like all of those little, you know, efforts and the things and the reflections and the showing up. And there's, you know, at the end of the day, like no one can do the work for you. And you absolutely know that. And it's having these conversations that's, you know, obviously sparked and moved in that direction and all the work that you've been doing and and showing up and putting in and you're always on the workshops and you're always watching the recordings and you're always doing your homework so to speak and showing up and asking the questions and I think it's like forever staying the student and forever staying curious is really really important and having that fine balance between you know that perfection come in and that all or nothing mindset to be like all right you know you need to know it all and then being able to be like okay it's okay to not know everything I'm just going to keep adding little layers and the things that I need to do but I really want to kind of move back into the photo shoot now because I know that you've mentioned how much of a and and I know as well just how much of a change that had and I I really want to stress that the photo shoot prep right and actually by the time this goes out hopefully the next photo shoot will be live and they can check the links (laughs) I'm not going to make any promises my website is taking a very very long time to adjust but anyway (laughs) so yeah head below maybe and if it's not there dm me Nah, but your photo shoot prep was so unique in the sense that it was like reversed right yeah (laughs) So, what, for some for lack of a better word, yes, yeah, absolutely. like <laughs> it went opposite, which, if anything, I think has been the most beautiful and perfect thing ever. Because, it, like, most people in your situation would have been like, "I'm not going to do it," because there was so the many. Cow yeah, would have given up on themselves. Oh, no, it's not the ideal circumstances. It's not how I wanted it to go. This isn't what, you know, I expected. And in your own words, I know that you'd mentioned you'd felt like you'd gone backwards during this prep. We now know they're sideways steps whenever effectively kind of, you know, going backwards, as long as we kind of keep coming back. It's not about falling. It's about getting back up again. But it's like the plans that we'd had to ready to execute basically, for lack of better words, went to shit (laughs) and you still showed up at that shoot. And then the change off the back end of that has been astronomical. Like the, it's just, I literally have no words. And I think you're kind of similar, you know, you've taken some time to reflect on that as well, but tell me. I'm pretty sure in like, in my reflection,
1: I was like, I still have no words.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Legit. And it is, it's one of those things, it's just, it's, it's, you, you know, you couldn't plan it if you tried in in that way. And it's been such an amazing thing, but it's like looking at your photo shoot prep and the plans for that and how you paint, paint us a bit of a picture. Like let's discuss the start of the photo shoot prep during the photo shoot prep and how you felt just leading up to it. And then we'll kind of go into the day and what's come off the back of of that. So yeah, tell me a little bit more about that initial stage of, photo prep
1: so like I think for me like all roads are paved with good intentions right mm-hmm. and I know first off we sat down and talked about my goals leading into the shoot we mapped it all out including a fat loss phase which didn't end up happening at all but hey that's life. <laughs> and yeah like it just didn't get off the ground for a number of reasons I think, like I mentioned before, winter was really unkind. I was sick for probably every second week for a good six, eight weeks there. So wasn't training, was resting, was stressed to my eyeballs. Like nutrition wasn't great either. And I probably didn't have the greatest routines. And my stress management was pretty much in the toilet. (laughs) Let's be real. So... I, I'm pretty sure like, and then like when I was well enough to train again, my gym anxiety was like, hello, I'm here. Deal with me now. Yep. <laughs> so like, I'm pretty sure I didn't train for like close to three months, really. When I look at, look back at it. So instead of a fat loss phase, training optimally, or at least consistently, let's be real, and like executing on my nutrition, I would gained weight, I was stressed to my eyeballs, I wasn't training, and my sleep was also pretty rubbish. So there's me, pre-shoot.
0: Not necessarily so, the most optimal situation to be in. No. <laughs> pre-shoot. And I think like to touch on that sort of stuff as well is when we think about like a photo shoot prep, there's no one size fits all and what has to happen. There's plans and then there's plans will change and there's things and, you know, yes, we have some goals and things to work towards. But I think if, like, we, we reflect in retrospect, it's been – one of the most beautiful things to happen in sense of like things can come crashing and crumbling down and be like, cool, we had the perfect platform to essentially rebuild from the ground up and go, cool, what's the stress management routine like? What's the nutrition routine like? What's the sleep routine like? What are these like little 1% fundamentals that we can kind of overcome? And then moving into the, you know, gym anxiety and overcoming that. So I probably cut you off before you were going to expand on those things as well, but (laughs) I wanted to jump in and be like, you know for for anyone they could be like fuck it I'm not going to do the photo shoot because I'm literally I said I was going to be in a fat loss phase and now things are going a little bit sideways so tell me about like what was happening in your thought processes then and where you're at and all that kind of stuff leading into the shoot because there's a bit of pressure that's involved I think at that time
1: like to say I was apprehensive about the photo shoot would probably be an understatement absolutely. I was, I was pretty anxious. I was quite nervous. I hadn't achieved my goals. In reality, I'd probably gone backwards. And then in the month prior to the shoot, I had other things come up and even more shit go sideways. (laughs) That like, I mean, like if I was, if I wasn't stressed already, like it, everything just skyrocketed at that point really. And I think like prioritizing myself took even more of a backseat and i think for me as well like i think when i'm in a space like that being vulnerable and like transparent about like yes i was telling you what what was going on but i was like this is what's happening not this is how, what it's affecting in terms of my training my stress management and, and like, yeah, that's on me, but I know now that like, no, you actually need to have these conversations. You need to be able to identify that and go, Hey, Re, this is what's happening. This is what I'm doing about it. What else can I be doing? Or what should, like, what do you suggest? Or like, I think it's, it's, I'm somebody who struggles to ask for support and expect so much of myself to be able to handle things that as they come up and things and I don't think I made the best decisions in terms of seeking that support and that's something that I know I can do differently next time if that happens but I also know the work that I've done post-shoot means that I'm in a better space to do that and cope and I know we'll get to that a little bit later I know we were sort of talking like about like the extra things that happen in the lead up to the shoot and like I guess in a nutshell, there was a lot of things that were going on, like don't know what analogy you want to use. Plates, balls, fires, spinning, juggling, burning all at the same time, however you want to describe that, whatever. But there was some things going on at work that were causing more stress than usual. I think I mentioned I had several bouts of illness in quick succession. And then at the tail end of that shoot prep, one of my family members got really unwell and was hospitalized for a significant amount of time. And I like to think of myself as a pretty resilient person, but let's be real. I probably like, I wasn't coping as well as I could have. And as I said, my stress management in the toilet, my routines, well, what routine really with nutrition and training and everything. And like, yes, I was functioning. I was going to work. I was still doing the things I needed to do as a bare minimum to fulfill my role requirements to be in my relationship with my husband and and show up there and show up for my family and be social, but everything like everything for myself just wasn't
0: happening. So and hindsight is 2020 with everything. So you know, reflecting back on this, you can now with the tools and the things that you've engaged in post-shoot, and we'll kind of get to that, you've really been able to leverage self-reflection and self-honesty, being really, really honest and aware of that sort of stuff. And so now it's like, okay, I do realize that I could have done things differently. At that time though, you weren't quite ready to have those conversations with yourself. It was kind of like a, we'll just put that to the side and we'll keep moving with what we're doing. And I think it is important, again, knowing the perfectionists and the all or nothing and that type A that you are, is we often have the tendency to not catastrophize is not the right word, but definitely be like, I wasn't doing anything. There was still a lot of stuff that you were doing and you were trying and you were engaging. And I think that's really important to note is that you didn't just, you know, roll over and be like, that's it. It's like, you kept showing up and it was like, you were, you know, trying to, I don't know, take shit up a hill with you. You know what I mean? It's like you're trying to, trying to climb, trying to climb. And I think like, that's a, that's a really important know, I guess trait or value, like perseverance is something that you really demonstrated during that time. Whilst there might have been a lot of like side roads and things that you kind of went down, you didn't just give up on it. It was like this is not happening and know some of these things and we'll kind of the discussions would be around other things of like all right, how are we going to get a bit more of a routine with this? How are you going to knock that out? Even some of the discussions around like how some of the things that we discussed really had a positive impact on your work life. I know that we had those conversations and seeing that, it was like that 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 load that was lifted, those boundaries that were set, those things that you did really helped then be like, okay, now this feels a little bit more easy as well. Is that something that you wanted to kind of touch on? I know you were just like, hell yeah, I felt that.
1: <laughs> so like the conversations that we had had a flow and effect, not only like, I guess, within the goals and stuff that we've set in terms of coaching and performance and nutrition and things but like even into like my personal life and work life like i know there's been some really positive shifts with work me feeling more comfortable in i guess setting boundaries having certain conversations with different people i know like for one example like feeling really like a lot more comfortable in setting boundaries around like my nutrition goals yeah so like i remember one day we had like group classes that come in and we had like the clinic had organized a group lunch for the clients and staff on that day and like my team leader was like oh there's heaps of food come and have some and I'm like oh look like thank you so I'll come and eat my lunch with you guys but I'm actually going to stick to what I've packed and like was able to also have a conversation with one of the team that was in, was part of organizing like the Christmas party and was able to sort of ask her what the menu was. So I could then pre-plan what I like, what I was going to eat, what the rest of my day looked like. So I could still meet my nutrition goals without stressing about, oh my gosh, how much, like, what am I eating? How's this going to impact my progress, my intake for the rest of the day and just being stressed. So like, being able to like pre-plan and do those things has taken so much stress off of my plate. It's like, it, it's been such a game changer, right? Like I think, and this again goes back to me, having those expectations for myself, being able to do it myself and not seeking the support. And I kick myself for not asking you sooner to be like, can you give me a meal plan rather than nah, I've got this one of my macros, I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> And I was like, hey, hey, knock, knock, hello, let's, <laughs> <I'm> let's <here>. <laughs> <laughs> But, and like, also I think as well with everything that was going on in my life and then me trying to then create this thing and execute on this thing. And I'm like, yeah, this will do, but it's like, you're the expert, not me. <laughs> and what do I tell my other like clinicians that I work with? It's like, we have a scope of practice, by the way, I'm an occupational therapist for those of you wondering what I'm talking about, (laughs) but like, it's like you have a scope of practice and like, if somebody has like one of your clients has a physio question, who do you ask? Do you expect to solve it yourself? No. So why do I, I'm not a sports nutritionist. I'm not a PT. I am an OT. So like, I don't know why I didn't like treat my expectations or questions with the same advice that I would give to anybody else but that's the question for another day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I think to expand on that is I feel as a lot of people be like I I totally feel that. I totally hear that because there is a lot of resistance especially when it comes to high achievers especially when it comes to those perfection all or nothing like going in like that that high achiever mentality is like I've got this. I could do it all. And that's the thing is like you absolutely can do it all. I believe anyone is capable of anything and everything is possible. Like that is, you know, one of the philosophies that I live by, like that is legit, right? But at what cost? Yeah. So stress, time, you know, monetary, like what kind of things, trial and error? Sure. Absolutely. Can you achieve a result without a coach? 100% how quickly are you going to achieve that and with what level of stress and investment is that going to be so i think about you know the amount of mistakes and things that i've made i am grateful in my life we you know there's nothing that i regret however the amount of time the time that i collapsed when i started to invest in myself in this way of whether it be financially invest or time investment whatever night and day because you're not just trial and erroring. And the reality of that, especially when it comes to nutrition, nutrition's a big one and meal plans get a bad rap, right? I've been on the all meal plans, no meal plans, this, that, whatever. It's a combination of the two. It can be one thing at one point in time. It could be something else at some point in time. What a meal plan does provide is more time because <laughs> you're not, you're no longer sort of like planning these things out. It's set, forget, rinse and repeat. And I know that's something, you know, I guess if we kind of talking about the photo shoot around October versus December. So a lot of this sort of stuff happened and involved for you over the course of like a month and a half, really like a six week period. you like the wild. Briso- <laughs> like the, like we said, fat loss phase didn't happen. Then all of a sudden, you know, sh- like shit was hitting the fan in the best way possible, like within your health and fitness goals versus like personal life. And it was just like 50 centimeters down, six and a half kilos just dropping. Like it was just like
1: <laughs> nothing to sneeze at, right? Oh. <laughs> like it's, it's just, yeah, it's,
0: inc- it's incredible, Mel.
1: Thank you. <laughs> I get really awkward talking about that sort of stuff, but like to be fair, like, I've done a a shit ton of work and like it wouldn't be without your support and your guidance and expertise. I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now and like using other people around me and other supports around me. But like I think as well it's that you get to a point where it's like, you know what, something's got to give and you stop battling against the like, I've got this, I can do this, I should be able to do this voice in your head and go, you've got the tools around you, use them to leverage and trust in that process and surrender yourself to that process really. And like, I think for me, it's been, it's been about surrendering to that process, but also like really like giving myself the space and time I deserve which has led to this, like, opportunity to thrive, to flourish, to really lean into that space. And it's it's phenomenal. And, like, I don't think I can, like, it's, it's really hard to put that into words and actually own those words. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at the same time, it's like I look at where I was in October, I look at where I was this time last year, where you weren't even in my life (laughs) and it's 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 chalk and cheese it's night and day it's like wow like had you told me this is where I'd be in January 2024 and how much change I'd have gone through and like physically yes there's been a change but that mindset change is what is key here to be fair like Mm -hmm. physically like I can get you know I can do the work I know what I need to do but like have uh, but in saying that though even physically having the tools like that rinse and repeat set and forget nutrition plan and I know you were saying that you say that like you feel that people feel like meal plans get a really bad rap but to be fair, like it's been so instrumental for me because I can just pick up a meal plan. I know and try like your knowledge has, and like, we've talked about it. It's like, what food do you enjoy? Like what, like, like, let's create something that you're going to enjoy that you're not going to get bored of. And yeah, there was a time where I was like, I'm not enjoying this particular meal anymore. Can we change it? And we did that together. And like, it's, it's been so helpful to have something less on my plate that I don't have to worry about, that I can just go, okay, this is what I'm cooking this week. Go cook, do it all. And yeah, like instead of me sitting going, what am I doing today? (laughs) Oh, okay. Hmm. Oh, and just not having that plan. And like, you know, your five P's, I know my five P's (laughs) and like prep and Like just knowing what you're doing is so important. I think like the other thing as well was with the gym anxiety, right? And like having a program that I actually enjoy doing. Like physically, yeah. But let's not go down that rabbit hole. Let's talk about how like, I mean, as I said, there's the physical changes, but that mindset, that mindset shift.
0: Yeah. Massive. And I think you said it perfectly. Like you shared so much there and, you know, the... The way that you were able to use the photo shoot as a place to be like, okay, you know what? Like, I want change. I'm so glad that I did that. I'm so glad that I showed up. And, you know, I feel, you know, you really deepened some connections with some of the other girls within the team as well at that shoot. And I think you know, really having a a community of people around you. I know it's cliche, but it, it is so important. You know, the people, the top five people that you hang around, they're the ones you become, right? So it's really getting yourself out there and getting yourself in those environments and overcoming everything and just showing up no matter what. And you really So like we really focused a lot on messy action was what October was all about, right? Because, you know, it was those points where it's like everything's going everywhere and you kind of, you want the perfect situations and scenarios, but it was like, all right, let's just take action. Book your hair and makeup if you're doing your hair and makeup, book this, do that, do this, show up there, just go and do and do and do. And and your ability to surrender to that process and be like, you know what? I am just going to, all right, like I'm going to go all in and all in in a way of let, the experts in the different areas, you know, help me thrive in the way that I'm trying to go in. And like, it it blows my mind. It's funny because if you put it in the perspective of you go, oh, okay, if your toilet broke, as an example, are you going to try and like fix the plumbing yourself? Probably not. Like you're probably going to ring a plumber, right? Like I would. (laughs) So it's like those things that are the norm and the being around for ages and ages that we just easily go and do. But then when we think about, oh, okay, like our health and our fitness or our nutrition or whatever it may be, we automatically have this expectation of we should know everything. And, and I could go on, maybe I should record my own podcast episode about that because I'm like, there's so much misinformation out there. There's so much lack of knowledge with stuff in school. And, you know, I've, I've always had a very like big interest in nutrition, clearly makes sense being in the profession that I'm in, fair enough. But It's like I've spent so much time trying to learn and and know and grow and learn and do all these things that it becomes easy for me to do, right? And so for someone who isn't in that space and is, you know, an expert in their field and their area and passionate about their things, like if I started asking you about posture, I know you're going to go on all about it. Like you're going to, we're going to be here recording a six hour podcast episode, right? So like that's an area of expertise and interest for you worrying about the nutritional components it's like you know what right now we need to better use our resources to be there for our family to show up for ourselves and getting a nighttime routine setting some boundaries within you know stress and all that kind of stuff so having a set and forget and and this is where you know constructing these together your knowledge that you've built Over time, and I know you don't really love compliments, especially in a public forum, but I'm throwing them at you anyway. But it's like your 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 ability to show up in those and learn and grow, and now ask questions of if I'm going to make this change, how do I do this? And it's it's not just here's the meal plan, and now I keep creating new meal plans. It's here's this. Let's just get ourselves in a position where our body's not under constant stress. We're not constantly sick. We're ticking all the boxes, and now let's build on this knowledge. Okay, how are we going to make this sort of Tetris work with these meals out, or how are we going to approach our Christmas, or we're going to change some sauce you know with what was it your chicken? I was like, was it beef or chicken, like beef and chicken, but anyway, n- these are minor details, but it's like you know how do we do those things, and you actually actively partaking in that to learn and to to you know build that knowledge and build that for yourself without feeling like you have to have it perfectly because there's other areas that require more attention right now. And it's like, I think, you know, everyone's going to have their little thing that they find easy, right? So your easy thing now is smashing out the gym. (laughs) So, (laughs) you know, but at one point in time, smashing out the gym wasn't the easy thing. Yeah. So it's like, we, basically you've got your four pillars, the training, the nutrition, the mindset, the lifestyle, whatever one is kind of like, you know, the weakest link, we need to focus focus our attention and energy there. That might then become our strongest link. Now we need to pick the other thing that's the weakest link and bring that up. And now we bring the next thing up and then the next thing up. And, you know, it's that constant evolution of all these different areas and you're continually evolving. And let's not sugarcoat it. Some of these foundational bricks that you're going to lay are going to topple over from time to time. That's normal. That's life, right? But it's It's continually showing up and doing these things and and being engaged in that process for yourself. And I think really learning those fundamentals and those skills is is crucial and important. And yeah, you've done an incredible job of, you know, taking all of that stuff on and taking it in your stride and being like, all right, I'm going to trust, I'm going to do it, I'm going to show up and be there. And so I think then you've mentioned this a couple of times as well, is personalization is key. So obviously not just handing out a generic meal plan, not just handing out a generic training session, here, go and do that. It's like, all right, let's actually have a look at that. So I actually quite remember that conversation around getting back into the gym and kind of painting those bits of, painting the the picture of what that's going to look like. But I want to hear from your side of things about your experience with feeling the gym anxiety, wanting to be back in there how you overcame that and where we, you know, how you feel having involvement in what you enjoy in the gym really helped you get back into the gym as well.
1: Yeah. So like with my training, like I think getting back into the gym was like the first goal in terms of post-shoot because I had such a long time not training that it was just more about getting back into a routine. And then I, I think I think we just first started about like having conversations about, well, let's not add more to your plate right now. Let's get in and do what you enjoy. Just keep doing the classes, get back into that routine of being in the gym and showing up and doing those things. And then let's have a chat about like what you enjoy in terms of, then we had a convo about like what, like what training exercises do you enjoy in terms of a program? Like what are some things that you're willing to try? What are some things that you like that you that you really want as part of a program and things like that and we'd spoken about like I remember deadlifts being one of the things I've spoken about like there's actually not a lot of like push pull movements I don't enjoy it's more sort of that foundational stuff which I feel like a little bit of an idiot <laughs> doing and sort of then go okay people are looking at me what are they thinking that anxiety sort of and self-doubt sort of creeps in so I I, I remember seeing you a list, a whole list through on what type of like, these are my lower body exercises I like, these are the upper body exercises I like, this is what I dislike, don't make me do this. And I think, hmm, oh, Bulgarian split, split squats was on that list. And I can tell you why, but like I told you, didn't I? I fell off a reformer doing Bulgarian split squats and no. I like didn't <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I'm really glad that we've found this out now. I'll add that to the notes as well. Let's just not cross that bridge to see. Oh, Mel. Um. <laughs> That's so funny.
1: I swear, the other week you posted something about gym fails and I was like, the time I
0: fell off the reformer. Okay, I didn't know that was doing Bulgarian split squats.
1: Yeah, we had this sh- the box on the bed. We were standing between the rails in front of the bed, other side of the foot bar without like one leg elevated. I think I'd move to reposition my foot and end up falling on the side rail of the reformer and I had this amazing bruise on the side of my leg. So I have terrible balance at so the best of times. Like doing Bulgarian split squats in within a, the confines of a piece of equipment plus my balance is probably not the best recipe.
0: Like <laughs> not yet.
1: Will not yet. Okay. Not yet. Maybe I'll do Bulgarian split squats, like maybe holding onto a pole or something or like in front of something. I don't know. We're not quite there yet. I don't think, but let's just be truthful.
0: It's fine. I think like if we talk about some of your like training and it's like some of those things that you mentioned that you really enjoy and that you didn't enjoy, it's like finding that combination with like Hiding the vegetables in with the potato, right? Kids don't want to eat their veggies. They're enjoying their potato, chuck it in. So, there's some of those things and like learning a little bit more about why we might program different exercises. And again, it comes back to this education. I know I'm all about the education, but it it really does. It, It matters because, you know, wanting to know that why behind it, it's like if I'm just told to go in and do a Bulgarian split squat, for an example, and you're kind of like, what for? Like, what am I gaining from this? And how is this kind of working? It's like understanding those foundational you know, aspects to it. You're like, okay, maybe I'm going to give that a go. And And then we've had a lot of these conversations around goblet squats and then how we're progressing and then what that looks like and then trying out these things and really kind of like meeting you exactly where you're at with the things that you really enjoy and then finding ways to get some of that shitty stuff done that has to get done to help us progress, right? So, you know, as an example with a deadlift, if our hinge pattern and not for you specifically, but if someone, if we're not hinging correctly and we're not bracing correctly and our postural alignment is off let's just add weight to the deadlift. Not necessarily the best recipe, right? So let's make sure that we've got the foundations. Then we add those weights, yeah? And I know at the moment we're really starting to evolve around training intensity and learning that intensity with your training, but we didn't start there. Telling you on how you have to train to three reps within failure and do this and do that, getting in when you're already stressing the heck out about actually getting into the gym not how we're going to achieve that. Yeah. So it's like, okay, let's tick this thing off. Let's tick that thing off. Let's, and again, really having your, if I can, you know, paint this picture as well, your long-term focus and then just being like, okay, each week, what's that one thing that I'm doing this week and really stripping it right back. What am I doing well? What can I improve on and how am I going to do it? Yeah. And it's like really acknowledging that sort of stuff. And I've, you know, again, been blessed to be able to see this side of things and see that evolve throughout your check-ins from really struggling with that sort of process to being like, okay, this is what I'm doing well. This is where I need to work on. This is how I'm going to do it. And sometimes it's like, I actually don't know how I'm going to do it, but you're going to tell me, thank you. And I'm like, done, let's go. And like, here's, you know, and it's like, here's the focus. And it's that teamwork, right? I don't know what's going on in anyone's life, really, unless they're sharing and telling that and, you know, to a certain degree, right? And so then evolving on those things over time. So it wasn't just, here's a program, see you later, Mel, you're in the gym. It's like, all right, now, overcoming that anxiety. And you know what, again, not to like blow smoke, but there's a lot of people really struggling with recording their lifts. You have overcome the gym anxiety. You're in there, you're recording the lifts, not giving a shit who's in them now. Like, tell me about how that process evolved for you from going from gymming, like, and I think we need a stress importance. It's like six and a half weeks or seven, you know, eight weeks of this, this time that we're talking about. Now it's a little bit longer, like we're on the other side, but it was like, six and a half to eight weeks of, I don't even want to be in the gym. Now, like we're really progressing the deadlift, (laughs) like recording it, changing it. Casual
1: 20 kilo PD last week, mate. Like, come on. (laughs) Actually, you know? So yeah. How did that evolve? The gym focus was really like about me prioritizing myself. But I think like the biggest thing was like, that drive, that momentum, that motivation just, like, shut all over that anxiety, really. It was like, I ain't here to fuck spiders. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) Amen. Like, I think, like, like, in all, like, that's probably not, like, yeah, there's, like, there are days where I'm, like, I don't feel like Doing it and there's days where I'm like I'd much prefer to sit on the couch and watch Netflix or read my book but like knowing how good I feel afterwards but like I think for me like it was and I think my mantra is like you need to show up for yourself first and for me showing up for myself first means going to the gym doing my program and like getting that feedback so I can progress. I think the other thing for me that really drives me is I'm very competitive against myself. like I love lifting heavy shit. like <laughs> I think I told you that early, early early on. I'm like yeah I yeah, like I I love lifting heavy stuff and I love being able to master things like I love learning, I love like discovering what I'm capable of. and like I think with that as well as like, this this drive and desire to to achieve those things post shoot and just be in the space that I want to be in to achieve those goals that I have and like it just it's like I know it's never as simple as saying it's like a switch was flipped but for me it's honestly how that feels it's like I'm I'm not like it's I know that sounds weird or like it's never that easy but like I don't know why but it just it just was it was like just all of a sudden it's like no I'm not like I'm not giving into this anymore I deserve better like I deserve better than giving into these thoughts of like I'm not good enough or like what are people going to think of me it's like who cares you're not here for them you're here for yourself
0: yeah Um, no absolutely it's like you almost get so sick of your own shit that you're like, let's go, let's take it on, let's do it. And I I think it's really hard for me to put into words as well. And maybe I need to block myself into a room for 48 hours and make myself reflect on it. But the experience of the photo shoot, trying to explain what the day is actually like is very hard to do. Like, and I think Even when I try and have the conversations with others until the all and it sounds like, you know, like it doesn't sound fake. I don't know if the words, it kind of sounds like it's made up, but it's like, I don't know how to explain that vibe.
1: (laughs) I mean, you're probably not going to relate to this because you're yet to get married I know you're getting married this year which is so exciting yeah it's like you can't describe the feelings of like the feelings and experiences you have at your wedding and like yes they're very different experiences a photo shoot in a wedding but in terms of like being able to capture the words that describe your experience for those events is just it's you can't describe it. You can't explain it unless you've experienced it. And I think like, yeah, I mean, yeah, they're two different events, but I think in terms of like what you're trying to convey, like you have to be there. You have to experience it for yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like it is, it's, it's that you, you can't really explain into words. It's just one of those things. Like even when I remember asking you guys at the end, like, what would you say to someone about the day? And you're like, just do it. Like that was it. Like everyone just kept saying, just do it. (laughs) I'm like, it's so, it's so relevant because it's like, you can't explain it. You, it's just that feeling and that, that like what you get and the confidence that you gain and the trajectory that you go on, like post that, if you keep on showing up and doing those things and yeah, it's exactly, exactly sort of like what happened is yeah. Being able to go, okay, you know what? I have a great team around, you know, again, like thriving off that energy off the day. No one, like, I I think, you know, I'm so proud to say like within the team and within the community that, judgmental people don't find their way in you know what I mean that that vibe's not there like that's not what it's about that's not the messaging behind my brand And I will protect that till the day I die. No, but like seriously though, it's like, you know, we're, we're all focused on being the best versions of ourselves and lifting up others and celebrating others. And I know that having those nerves on those day, on the day, but then showing up and then you actually experiencing that for yourself. And I know, like you mentioned, things weren't perfect as they were. You were nervous to get there. You felt like you'd gone backwards, but you still came. And that energy that you gained from that to be like, you know what? Yeah, I'm sick of this shit. I'm, I'm changing. I'm doing this. And you really like, I talk on this a lot, but went into your values. Like you said it before, I, I love learning. I love doing this. I love lifting heavy. I love, I love, I love. And for so long, there was those things that you weren't doing or you weren't carving out that space and that time for yourself to do those. And now that you're like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to live a value aligned life. And now that you're investing, you know, small pockets of time into doing that night and day, like the whole trajectory.
1: But you know what? Like nothing, like I like I've changed those things and I've started taking that time for myself. But there's been no detrimental impact on the other aspects of my life. I've actually been in a better mindset to deal with things and cope with things that have come up because I've prioritized myself and things that I've needed to do. And I'm better equipped to tackle those things. And like. To anyone who's kind of going, but I don't have the time for myself, you bloody well do. And like, cause I'm one of those people. I was, I was
0: one of those people. I was like, good pick up there.
1: (laughs) Like I was one of those people. Right. Like, and like, if you don't make time for yourself, who is going to like nobody else, but you can make that decision and nobody else, but you can make that time. And you deserve that time and you deserve to give yourself the best of you just like you give everybody else the best of you. Like
0: that. Yeah, perfectly said, like summed up, neat little bow everything because absolutely everything that you just said is so real and so raw. It's like you you deserve it. You're worthy of it. Claim it. Do it. Have it. Take that. Create that. Exactly. No one's going to do anything, you know, else for you. No one else is going to love you the way that you need to love yourself. You've got to love yourself first. You've got to do it for yourself first. And like you mentioned, you literally lost nothing and gained everything. (laughs) You know, we have these things we think, I'm going to not have time for this or not have time for that. And for anyone that is listening and they, you know, I've experienced that before. Oh, okay. I won't be able to do that because of X, Y, and Z. I would challenge that perspective to be like the way that you did things before not going to say right and wrong way, but wasn't right for you at that point in time. So, creating you a five day training split, getting you back into the gym wasn't right for you at that point in time, right? That's not what we did. We created a really realistic plan for where you're at and what you were able to do. And we've evolved that over time. And that's what it's about. It's not this most optimal everything perfect yes we turn the dials up where we can but then when we need to turn the dials back down to you know streamline and baseline that that's fine as well and it's being able to manage those is the the key like everyone's always looking for that key to success or that secret recipe or whatever and literally I personally think it's being able to manage change really is just going okay this is what I was doing this is how I'm going to change it sorry you go
1: Yeah, no, like I think like it's managing change but also being able to like manage it for an individual, what work for one person isn't going to work for another person. Like, yes, we could have very similar circumstances and be in a very like we could be carbon copies but like experiences, stresses, circumstances, mindset, someone's level of education, someone's level of knowledge, everything's different. It's like me going and scripting a wheelchair for somebody with this diagnosis and seeing another person with the same diagnosis who presents completely differently. What I did for this person is not going to work for that person. And it's the same with looking at like training and coaching and nutrition and and like all of these things, all the strategies, what you coach me on is not going to not going to be what you coach somebody else on and I think the ability to adapt and pivot and change and be flexible not only in the coaching but the coach as well is so important and like I know we've spoken about like and I've like complimented you on being able to layer and level up at the right time for where I'm at and like as you said giving me a five-day split training program (laughs) that won't go to work for me and it was just going to overwhelm me and I was like There's no point in going, this is what you need to do. And there's, I know there's a lot of people out there that go, this is what you need to do to achieve these results. And this is the program you need to follow. And it's like, but where's the individualized approach? Where's that personalized advice and support? And like, I've been there, I've done those things, right? I've done like, I've done those like, evolution or noom or whatever like all of those online things but they like they give you this info like they give you a meal plan but they don't tell you the why's and i am very much a i want to know why and i i need to understand because that's the type of person i am i thrive on knowledge and learning and there's a like there's so many things i've tried and tested and done before and like i know i messaged you like not that long ago going this is Like, this is working. This is the fastest sort of time. And mind you, at maintenance as well, I wasn't in a fatless phase, wasn't in a growth phase, wasn't in anything. Just at maintenance, just forming habits, laying foundations. And like, as you said, I'm now 51 centimetres down.
0: I was going (laughs) to jump on and see if you'd updated anything before we had our call, but I thought Mel will correct me anyway. (laughs) so 51 centimeters you guys heard it here 51 centimeters off your body is like no small like feet nothing to
1: sneeze at yeah
0: it's insane yeah
1: and like approximately seven kilos and as you said at the end of a maintenance phase we're expecting to sort of slow down a little bit and plateau in that area but it's wild
0: it's a wild time it's an exciting time it's an exciting time like obviously I very much love hearing, you know, all the wins and everything within everyone. Like I enjoy these conversations so much because it makes me happy to hear just how confident you feel in yourself. And I guess like, you know, a bit of a, Backstory for myself is like I I didn't always have that confidence. I was always an outwardly confident person, but I didn't always have that faith and confidence that I could achieve certain things. And the way that I speak and operate and show up now and coach and educate is very different. Like I'm a completely different person and I'm, you know, proud and grateful of that. And I wish at that time I had more people mirroring and, you know, it showing and being that 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 confidence and being like, okay, this is how we can make these adjustments and changes and, you know, whatever it may be. So having these conversations and being able to hear you be so confident in your process and the path that you're going down is exciting and I hope that even if just one person that listens to this whether they ever ever cross paths with us at all or whatever or engage in any type of you know coaching or whatever whether it's with me whether it's with anyone else like just sparking that for someone else and being that person to be like okay fuck like I say if I can do it you can do it And if you can do it, they can do it. And if they can do it, someone else can do it. And it's like being able to be that person there and showing that and being able to be vulnerable and raw and be like, all of this shit happened, all of these things that gave you. that. There were so many times along this last, you know, however many months, so many times, probably multiple times in a week for you to be like, I can't do it. But every single time, even if you didn't know how, you were like, I'm going to, I'm going to. And it's like, it's having that deep down going, like if there's other people out there doing it, I, I just haven't found my right way yet. And for you to be able to be here right now and be like, I feel so confident about where I'm going. And, and as you know, we've had these combos, what you're doing right now will get you, you know, what, what gets you from A to B doesn't get you from B to C and not from C to D and not from D to E. So it's these tools that we learn and the education, yes, and the layering, the things that we build on that stick with us forever. Are you going to be rocking up to bingo with your scale to weigh your food on and track your macros? No. We hope by then we've evolved our learning processes and evolved the way that we do our things. So it's like each layer is going to provide us something different and life is also going to provide us different things and circumstances and life events that are going to happen that we're going to have to pivot, adapt and change. And that's just inevitable. That's going to happen. But the more that we can, you know, secure the tools in our tool belt that put us in a better position to continue to take on life's challenges.
1: Had I not gone through and experienced what I did. And like, yes, things were less than ideal, but I'm not going to sit here and beat myself up about it. It's like, I was doing the best I could at the time with the tools that I had at the time. Yeah. I could have done some things differently, but I know that now, but that's okay. And like, had I not gone through that, I don't like, I like we're all a product of our experiences and our knowledge and what we learn and how we grow and how we adapt because of what we've experienced. And I wouldn't change it yet. Was it hard to go through? Absolutely.
0: But like that's life, you know? Absolutely. Diamonds are built under pressure. I keep, I keep screaming that one. <laughs> Diamonds are built under Wait, pressure. When is isn't
1: my turn to turn into a diamond?
0: Now. <laughs> I think We've obviously touched on a lot of different things and I hope that there's been, you know, lots of learnings and things that people can take from it. I know we've had a few little side notes that we've probably gone down as well, but I always like to either leave on a bit of a rapid fire, but I think the tone of our conversation today, I'm not going to rapid fire you with questions. I, (laughs) I would love to just hear if you could, like imagining yourself before we started working together. And if you could give that version of yourself a piece of advice about the path that they're about to go on, what kind of things would you say to that person?
1: The advice I'd give to myself, what, nine months ago would be like, use the tools around you. You don't have to have all the answers and figure it out for yourself. I think as well, like it's okay. And you need to prioritize yourself and speak your truth and hold your space like take that messy action be embrace the uncomfortability of of learning and and honing different skills and like ask the questions seek the support and yeah just like also know that you've got the strength to get through it like you've got the tenacity you've got the resilience you've got that spirit and celebrate that and and like side note that's like what the shoot became for me yeah you've had so much go sideways and but you're still here and you're showing up for yourself I know even on that weekend like other things happened everything was okay I was where I was meant to be and needed to be and. I think the other thing is you can't be everything for everybody,
0: but you're everything to yourself. That one sends shivers, I think, down everyone's spine because it's like it's really trusting in that process and realising that you have to be everything to you. And then you can probably be most things that you want to be to everyone else, right? But you can't be everything to everyone all the time. You need to be everything to you. I love it. So perfectly said. Thank you so much for jumping on this podcast. It's been so much fun. I feel like this is like a fun episode for 2024. We've like strapped ourselves in for a bit of a roller coaster ride. I'm actually keen to hear for those that are listening drop in with what kind of topics and things that they would like to see I know that you'll think of some topics and stuff as well and maybe post next shoot I know we didn't get to really talk about future goals and things but watch this space stay up to date on social media because everyone's going to get to see and watch and what kind of a badass that you are all the things that are unfolding and yeah maybe we can do a little bit of a a comparison episode shoot one versus shoot two and people are going to be like who is this brand new person (laughs)
1: I already feel like I am. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And it's just going to keep evolving and growing and growing and growing. But thank you so, so much. We will leave all your handles and things in the show notes. And yeah, we'll say ciao for now. Thank you for joining us. Peace. Thank you for listening to the You But More Powerful podcast. If you're determined to continue to expand and grow and reach heights you never thought were possible, You'll want to make sure you're subscribed so you'll never miss out on a single episode. If you loved today's, I would absolutely love your feedback and to see you tag at you but more powerful underscore podcast on Instagram. See you guys in the next episode.